0: Welcome to the Calgary Journal podcast. I'm your host, Sam Chipra. We're wrapping up the results of the municipal election and giving you the analysis on what experts have realized and anticipate from this historical election. We spoke with the SAMRU Vice President Rachel Timmermans and Mount Royal University political scientist, Professor Dwayne Bratt. Bratt speaks to the change election and how the municipal seats have dramatically altered compared to our previous government, and how the people have spurred this shift.
1: This was a change election. We knew that that going in because there was an open seat for mayor. Three sitting city councilors ran for that, meaning that created some open council seats. And then there were others like Ray Jones uh, or Evan Woolley who decided to retire and not run again. So there were uh, um, nine open races at the council level. Typically, incumbents have a huge advantage in municipal elections, but in this case, not so. Two of them lost, uh, Joe Maglioca and Diane Collier-Kart. There's two that are currently in the process of uh, recounts, Jean Carlo Cara and Sean Chu, and then we have Peter DeMong kind of win handily. So. This means a very different council than what we've seen before, uh, almost three quarters of a turnover, meaning that a lot of these people are going to have to figure out how to work together, understand the rules of procedure. It's going to be a very steep learning curve.
0: However, the shift in new councillors brings alongside the opportunity for Calgarians to better identify with their government.
1: It's a much more diverse um, city council. Going in, there were only three women out of 15 on council. Now there's five, including the first female mayor in Calgary's history. But we also have six racialized Canadians. Um, This is about 40% of city council. Roughly 35% of Calgarians are racial minorities. So it's starting to look more and more like the rest of Calgary.
0: As well, Brett says that Monday was also a rebuke of the provincial
1: government. There were three candidates very closely tied to the UCP. Uh, Jeremy Farkas lost as mayor. Joe Magliocca lost as councillor. And Sean Chu is in a very tough fight, only 52 votes ahead uh, in in Ward 4. Um, The daylight savings time uh, referendum failed. And the equalization referendum passed but narrowly, it passed with 58% on voter turnout that was in the high 40s. So not a resounding vote of support for equalization.
0: With all the sudden change in seats, Calgary has its plate full with new issues they must learn to deal with, says Brad.
1: Let's look at the challenges that this council has. So challenge one is learning curve, right? Brand new council, some of them with no experience, how do they get up to speed? The second is the relationship with the provincial government, which had been rocky under Nenshi. I expect it to be rocky under, under Gondak. And then you've got the, the situation of the arena deal and the green line for the LRT. Those contracts are signed, but they haven't been built. So how do you make sure that they're built? You've still got an issue with COVID, and you still have an issue with the downtown vacancy rate how do you get people to move into downtown? How do you get businesses to move into downtown? How does that affect property tax rates between downtown businesses and residents and businesses outside the downtown core? Those are a whole host of, of challenges.
0: Timmermans, external vice president of the Students' Association of Mount Royal University, anticipates Gondek to bring a fresh take to the city of Calgary, especially with students.
2: Jodi is someone who isn't afraid to tackle difficult issues, and she's not afri- af- afraid to, to really dig in it and find what is the best path forward for Calgary. Um, and so I think that, I don't know, I think that based on, you know, all of the options that we had, I'm really encouraged that she's going to be willing to dig into these deep issues and that she, I don't think that she will allow things to fall off the the table, if you know what I mean. Like making sure that we are, you know, addressing affordable housing for all Calgarians, but especially students who are typically in in a more uh, precarious financial situation than most.
0: Timmermans emphasized a focus on Gondek and the council to be able to hold a conversation about improving university livelihoods, something she feels the election is well set up and something students can hope to anticipate.
2: But I think that what we will see um, is actually a change. Well, maybe not a change, but we have a new uh, counselor for Ward 8 where, where Mount Royal lives, uh, Courtney Wolcott, Um did a very good job, ran a great campaign, and, and swept the field a little bit. And so, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to what it means having an MRU alumni um, as our city councilor. Someone who you know went to this school. They know the struggles of Mount Royal students. They know the benefits that Mount Royal brings to the community, and that someone who can really champion um, what students need and what the what the university needs um, at council. So, I think that's going to be really exciting. And I think it's also encouraging that Courtney himself is a teacher, and so he's going to bring a very important perspective to making sure that everyone in Ward 8, but especially Mount Royal, um, is, is getting everything that they need from council. It's a, a, a policy window or a window of opportunity where we can make sure that um, if there's any big changes that we want to see made in the next four years, this is the time to make sure we're putting them on the agenda.
0: SAMRU plans to push for positive change in students' lives, such as pushing for better affordable housing for students.
2: I think that's something that can be really difficult for students is you know most standard rental housing, um, let's say, typically operates on sixth or year-long, six-month or year-long leases. And that doesn't necessarily fit with the student schedule. So that's one thing that you know we can look for. Is there areas where we can get um, exceptions for students? Are there student-specific lease agreements that we can have the city create templates of? And if someone is renting out to a student, is there some way that we can make it easier to only have leases that exist over the academic year so that if you want to move home over the summer, you aren't you know beholden to this lease that you can't afford to pay because you're living somewhere else? Um so definitely something we can look into, but generally looking at um, yeah, increasing the amount of affordable housing for everyone across the city.
0: But Brett feels that the municipal government will have to take special care looking into the future for those same young people and keeping them here in Calgary.
1: There is a concern that young people don't feel that there's either economic opportunity uh, in the city uh, or a lifestyle that they want. So how do we change that? How do we get more people to go and live in downtown Calgary. One of the options about those abandoned floors of office buildings is to convert them into residential condos and apartment buildings. So maybe that does something uh, and to create a more vibrant downtown area, similar to what Toronto has or what Vancouver has or what Montreal has.
0: thanks to punch deck for the theme music and for the calgary journal i'm sam chipra